Explain well. Exclusive to The Drive with Robin Ross. So, Cristela, are we going to be able to get an Uber this week? Maybe. <sighs> So yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. So yeah, there there seems to be an Uber and a Bolt in the ear hailing strike, but it seems to be a bit of a ground level. Let's call it a ground level thing because we reached out to some of the formal organisations and they're saying nee nee, ons weet van niks nie. Maar die realiteit is, as jy uh, of het nou Uber of Bolt is enige van die toepassings, as jy het daar in slaag om 'n rit te kry vandag, is daar so min bestuurders beskikbaar dat jy omtrend drie keer meer betaal because mm. yes, some of the, most of the drivers are striking and it's not clear how long this will last um, it seems to be that, they, that, they, that they, they're trying to run it the whole week So one of the reasons for the strike or whatever it may be before it's confirmed is this feature called Trip Radar. What yeah. does that mean, Christelle? So I had a look on the Uber website and essentially what Trip Radar is, it allows the drivers to see who around them is looking for trips. And the way that Uber is positioning this is that that allows you to then have shorter waiting times for both the drivers and the passengers. And you can pick up trips that are going in a specific direction. So let's say I'm in Midrand, I live in Joburg, and I want a trip that will take me that side so that I'm close to home because I'm near the end of my shift. The drivers are saying that it's a security risk for them because now everyone on the app can see where the drivers are. And remember, we've got massive, massive tensions mm. with e-hailing services, meter taxis. So technically, anyone could, you know, create a profile as a driver if they pass the, you know, requirements, but then see literally where you... So I kind of hear where they're coming from. Um, that's one of the issues. There's also issues around their fees and their commission and then the baja cars, these small little yellow... The little yellow ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it seems like one of the big issues is the radar feature. Yeah. So for me, if I think about it, the strike isn't across the board. It's not like every single Uber driver is striking. And what that says to me is that affecteer hulle dan ook aan die einde van die dag in die, in die geld wat in hulle sak ingaan. So sê nou 90% van die Uber bestieders of die e-heiling dienst bestieders is op a stalking, maar jij as a driver kan nie stalk nie, because if you don't have rides, you don't have money. Yeah, yeah. And and so what happens then is that because there's a huge demand, a limited supply, it's going to be very expensive. But the guys are saying that, like, I'm risking my life mm. by doing this. And in the context of radar, yes, because others can see that you're accepting these trips. I, however, have a revolutionary thought for the day. Oh okay, dear. let's hear it. Yes. How about... We treat people like people and let them interact with real people. Mm. Oh, you mean like finding a call center? So Yeah. So, so Bolt recently opened actual offices where there's actual people. So bricks and mortar. We, we, yeah, yeah, like, so it's an actual gebouw with like rechte achter mensen met wie ek kan praat. But I think this deal of the frustration, you have this personal world op geen stadium as een bestuurder het jy iemand met wie kan skakel en gesels nie. Wat van ons behandel mense soos mense ja. en gebruik actual mense vir dit? Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've ever left your something in an Uber. I left my phone there, hmm. which is the thing that has the trip on it, which is the yes. thing I use to try and contact <laughs> yeah. Uber. So I've also now, done that before. 
trying to log into your Uber from someone else's phone so that you can phone the driver where your phone is is just a nightmare. An office that you could actually pick up the phone and call would be unbelievably mm. useful. Yeah, and, and it's like, like most of us. So let's say, for example, cell phone banking. I do most of my banking on my phone. But eventually you might run into a problem where you need to speak to an actual human. Yeah. In in ons is amal menslik, maar jy het nie daai opsie as jy bijvoorbeeld vir Uber werk nie, as jy frustreerd is, as daar context is, jy kan nie met die actual mens praat nie. Ja. Ek dink baie frustratie van beide, soos jy sê, die, die mense wat die dienst gebruik en die mense wat die dienst bied, kan opgelost word as mens net menslikheid in die ja. bankie sit. Maar dan, if I'm going to play devil's advocate a bit here, I think the fact that there are no bricks and mortar buildings really that you can walk into, there is no call center, there is no human interface, is what keeps the costs down. So if that then gets introduced and the drivers are happier, what the other side of that might be is that the riders or the passengers are not as happy because my Uber price has gone up 15% because they've got to pay rent in a building yeah. that they didn't have before. You know, it's it's very tricky. Yeah. I, I do understand it, but I also do understand at the base level the frustration around having a new thing on your phone that lets everyone see where you are. There yeah. is no chance on heaven's green earth that I'm going to let any piece of software on my phone tell the general population where I am at any point in time. Like, Except every day between 4 and 7 on Jacker and <laughs> Well, that's different. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yes, I do. I'm being like, facetious, I'm, I'm I know. Not, yeah, I'm not going to let anyone pin me on a map to say where I'm sitting in my car. That's just, it is, it's just dangerous mm. in South Africa. Yeah, and, and, and I think, I mean, because I hear you as well, Roz, and I think part of the, part of the context is, I think the Uber has, the business model has shifted in South Africa. This is now an integral part of both consumers in terms of the ease. Some people are not buying cars because I don't need to, I can Uber. But it's also creating income. It's putting kids through school. Mm. And the so deal of our life now is, I think the business model must pass by the in by ons plaaslike realiteit, soos veiligheidsoorwegings wat dalk nergens anders of op nie op ander plek soveel van die oorweging gaan wees nie. I mean, I've I've looked at the service the other day. I've got in excess of two and a half thousand trips. Yeah. You know, I use it often because I'm out at night often. We're working, we're DJing, we're going to events, we're doing stuff like after hours and so on. Um, It's just, it's an important part of offering public transport in this country. We need to sort it out in a way that everyone can use it who needs to use it. I know people get deliveries done via and send, you know, if you left your laptop somewhere, have an Uber, pick it up, bring it to my office, this, that, fetch, carry kids. Like, it's an important service and we need it to work. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Exclusive to Jacaranda FM. It's The Drive with Rob and Roz. Jacaranda FM.